Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Z right here. And Laura right here in the UK. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Laura, way over there. I'm over there. You're over there. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Ministers Talking Shit. It happens every Friday morning, 7 a.m. here on the Mountain Time Zone. Uh, Rev Z and I get together and talk about whatever it is we want to talk about. And today we do have our wonderful friend and guest and like super power host around the network. Every time I turn around, Laura's got another show. And that's a good thing. She does so much. Uh, and we'll touch on some of those things as we go today. But uh, first and foremost, we just wanted to say hello, Laura. Welcome all the way from the UK on to Ministers Talking Shit. How are you doing over there today? I'm doing really well. I'm just really excited to be here and joining you because I love this show. And I'm just, it's great to be hanging out with you. Thank you for inviting me. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Glad you're with yeah. us. Hey, Z, we had a good time last night, huh? Yes, we did. Uh, no, I, I didn't quite know what uh, when we signed up. Uh, when I signed up, I wasn't even going to go. Robert took my arm, and he, <laughs> we had a ministerial uh, meeting last night, celebration, holiday gathering, just ministers and their, their significant others, and it was a great time. Yeah, lots of fun, folks. I'd say there's something special about getting together in sacred community and where you, uh, I spoke to this last night, where you have the richness of time of a lot of connections and a lot of shared uh, stories. Someone last night mentioned a, a specific book and author, and, and I personally flashed back to a rant that I gave during a class about that book and author. And I'm sure there's a few others in the room that remember that too. So uh, I was thinking that might have been the, the, back then those classes might have been the impetus for this program, Z. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to just fully take the new thought idea and look at it from all perspectives, which really look at uh, a way of life, which is what I prefer to start looking at now as opposed to a religion, because I don't think sometimes they integrate it properly. A way of life, this spirituality affects and, and has um, an offering, if you will, for every aspect of your life, political, economic, social, um, you name it, there's a perspective there that can give it a more... Uh, humanitarian and a more of looking at things. Yes. Folks, we might be experiencing just a little bit of technical difficulties with Re Reverend Elzia's sound there. If that's true for you at the, at the moment, know that that'll clear up and we're just going to know that that's uh, fixing itself there. So, uh, so Laura, you, you've, you've been with us here a little bit this morning already as we prepared and we came to the idea of 
taking a global perspective, a, a look at the global ideas around what's happening in society today. And as Z was just saying, that could, might be yeah. economic, that might be so, social science. Um, what's up in your heart? What's what's real for you uh, in what's going on in, from a global perspective of new thought today? Yeah, great question. I, For me, what really is coming through is this powerful spiritual practice. Maybe this is the new spiritual practice, which for me is acceptance. Acceptance mm. of each other, acceptance of ideas, acceptance of different ways of living, of being. And I believe this is the new, the new opportunity for us to connect with each other in a way where we can put e put our ideas and others ideas right kind of take off this kind of ladder of one idea is better than the other or will work in a in a better way rather than you know your idea isn't as good as or your way of living isn't right and my way of living is and so I, that's just what's in my heart that the, that what's coming through is that we we're being given this amazing opportunity to to accept each other and that i suppose from a new thought you know perspective that's oneness in action really because we all talk about oneness what does that you know oneness as a verb for me is accepting accepting each other and hearing each other and having that deeper conversation without blame mm, yes you just said something that i want everybody that's listening to really hear oneness as a verb not just a concept mm -hmm. yeah. not just an idea not just the truth not just the truth of life but as a verb oneness yeah. as a verb i like yeah. that yeah yeah i like that and hopefully my my volume uh is a little better there let me know yeah. if it's not now I'm trying to make some more adjustments but uh yeah i like that we know life is motion and life is movement and that's what a verb represents action moving um and so you know when i about the globe and i think about how things will begin to unfold in 2022 um i think you know i i uh robert and i were talking about today I, uh we were had coming up with these affirmations or sayings if you will for the year and i know for 2022 i think we all know what to do uh, we need to be more community minded keep our eye on the prize which is to have a place where we live and work and have fun that is open to everybody and safe and that we keep our hands on the levers to keep it a happy because uh, when we look at some of the changes going on either economically or climate-wise or you name it, we have some points where we now need to make some global community decisions uh, to keep going on the trajectory that we're already on of, of, of recovery, if you will. Mm. Yeah. You bring that word recovery in, Z, for me, like there's a piece – they absolutely agree with you. We have to start looking at the concerns from that global perspective. Watching a bunch of countries fly their jets into somewhere to have a meeting about climate change, kind of, you know, I get it. They all got to travel and they all got to be safe. And, and there are other ways to do things. And 
that's what I think wants to be explored is kind of how can and who can move the needle in a so that we just look at the if we look at it differently we're going to get a different perspective on how to change things and how to heal things mm -hmm. and i've been on a real big kick lately that healing is not changing things or going back to some some previous state healing is coming into alignment with what is and right. the reality is yeah. as we, and the reality is as we've been talking about climate change is real economic mm -hmm. inequality is real uh, racial inequality yeah. is still real in our lives mm -hmm. have and i I, re I really so agree with that the healing is you know coming to that place of knowing the truth and um, really embodying that and and i heard something the other day that um it takes it, mm -hmm. it only takes one generation to plant a new seed and tell a new story like really 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 going for it and telling like telling a new generation a new story that you know so that works in two ways because we can then kind of dismiss what's gone on in the past and not tell the truth so we you know so there's that that we don't have to own what happened and then there's also from that other perspective of we can we can change the story we can change the emphasis here with one within one generation we can change the emphasis of mass consciousness of how you know of this creating a new story that that healing is is possible by tuning into the the divine the divinity within rather than blaming everybody for what you know what seemingly has gone wrong so we we we're, we're really powerful and <laughs> It's like we're not taught to be, we're not taught to use that power. We're not educated no. to use that power. It's stifled. And that's the same in the UK as well. You know, it's it's stifled from a young age. Well, and, and, and you know, interesting, um, as you say that, you know, uh, you know, the time that uh, we start getting the predictions for the coming year and all phases of life. Um, so it, 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 it'll be as the different organizations and think tanks begin to take in all the information and move forward on what's going to be the coming year and all they normally do economics and environment and society and technology. And I, and, and I can't help but believe <clears throat> that this year, as in last year, we still have this big unknown of the COVID virus that we don't know how it's gonna, or, or, or uh, you know, and I know they put that into their model, but you can't predict the virus. You can right. only predict the human behavior. Hopefully one of the predictions is humanity will begin to look at this virus as a, uh, as a, as a, a, a opportunity, like you said, Laura, go together and work together to help those countries who can't maybe get vaccines and encourage people have enough evidence to support you need to get a vaccine so that these economies and 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 educational systems can begin to open back up because there's going to be some consequences to how the educational system is in in the uk has been dealing with uh with the COVID. i'd be interested to hear that 
Well, you know, I have a very, I have, you know, I have my own personal view on vaccines and, and COVID and the efficacy of, of mass vaccination, the way that it's, the way that it has been rolled out as an experimental process, um, as the vaccine hasn't been tested. And I believe on some level that we're all being tested upon right now with this vaccine. And results are coming through that are showing that now, even if you're vaccinated once or twice or three times with the booster, that actually there's still, you can still get COVID. It's not, you know, it's like COVID isn't, in fact, it's now, you know, mutating itself into something else because it's becoming vaccine aware. So mm -hmm. I think young people here of um, when I say young people, I mean, you know, like I'm talking about 17 to 24 years old. I think there's a big population of them that will not get vaccinated mm. because they're clued up, they're reading, they're reading all sorts of aspects. They're not falling into one way of thinking. They're educating themselves on the bigger picture of it. Um, and yet, you know, it, it's not easy because there are vaccine passports and vaccine documents now. So to get into a bar, to get into a club, you have to have those those documents. You know, mm -hmm. you have to have been vaccinated unless you, you know, you can get it as a fake ID because that's right. what's going to be coming out next. <laughs> Just like yeah. fake like, driving licenses, there'll be fake IDs for vaccines for people that don't want to get it and... So I think it's it's a topic. It's a hot topic. It's a hot yeah. topic. And, and you know, it's it. You know, there's there's uh, you know, the nature of a virus, which you know, some of the common one you think about is the common plan, the flu virus, and we know that the nature of the virus is like everything else on the planet that is sentient, that is to have and live. So it will continue just as we continue to evolve. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting perspective uh, in terms of, 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 of the medical solution, because we know, I mean, already a lot of the uh, medical intelligence, if you will, are already know and trying to figure out, I think, the way to give it to the public is that this will continue to mutate just like a year we have a different strain of the flu now you know we've had the swine flu and all these different flus that have come out start from one variant right and it spawned it and it's real right um so we know viruses are real we know that um from a health perspective based on your internal lifestyle how you eat, how you exercise, sleep you get, it affects the immune system. So, so then, you know, people have been getting flu shots for a while and they still get the flu, but it's a combination. That's the one thing we look at for uh, a new thought. We know it takes a holistic approach to live life fully. So people have to work with, you know, in addition to this, I need to exercise. I got to sleep. I got to eat right. I got to manage my stress. Um, you know, there is no 
one way. It's a yin and yang, and and that'd be the answer, I think, for everything is to keep your finger on the pulse and be mm-hmm. able to adjust as we move through this, whether it's economics or medicine, climate. I mean, one of the polls I looked at, it says 39% of the people globally expect we will have a, a, a mere natural disaster hit a major city in, in, some, in, in their country. And that's globally. So, so do you, and I'm I was saying that, that ask, that's so interesting. <laughs> do you think that that that's such a high percentage because people are ultimately in a place of fear anyway, and so it's like, well, that's another thing to be to be in fear of, you know? You know, I think. Go ahead, Robert. I, I think many people in many sectors were have been brought up, yes, and programmed and conditioned and trained to live more in fear than in trust and in faith. And you know, I, I like to preach to that, having a deep sense of assurance that this is all going to work out, that, mm-hmm. that the end result is attainable and that we can and that we are working towards the bigger visions and it's very easy yes to to uh for everyone for all of us to to get enticed by the human conditions of it all and the Mm -hmm. what ifs of it all and uh and i personally just have because and if i what i found is if i go down those roads it becomes dystopia real quick we're living in post-apocalyptic grayness real quick and anybody knows me knows i like a lot of colors hey just look at this christmas sweater i mean (laughs) and once bought a vehicle in this sweater and the guy said it was the best ugly sweater he ever saw i almost didn't buy the vehicle uh so but uh yeah salesman says that too. anyway <laughs> we've got to come back to that place where my eye is on the prize where right. i want to go where and and that same study and we'll drop a link here folks um as z shared this study with us and and this poll this study was done recently october 5th through november uh, or i'm sorry october 22nd through november 5th of this past year uh, adults all across the uh, country a whole bunch of different markets and countries and while there is a lot of apprehension it seems and a lot of concern what's going to happen with omicron and what and natural disasters and political upheaval and you know, for the first time ever the united states was classified as a devolving economy or an economy or a democracy excuse me a devolving democracy like that's a scary term and in the midst of all the doom and gloom of that there is also the thread that people are in there are overall have a a good outlook and have a um 77 percent of those people believe that 22 will be better than 21. 75 percent believe that 22 it will be better for their country than 21 61 percent believe the global economy will be stronger in 2022 so for me i'm always going to look at um well i just heard monty python singing in my head right let's look on the bright side of life mm-hmm. oh and, i love and, that movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know 
you know, the good, the, the, the thing that came up for me while you were saying that uh, is that at a base level, I think we begin to understand that the planet itself is a, is a living thing, right? And we have, we have grown out of the earth. We, I, I believe we've grown out of the earth, which is why all of the minerals that you find on the planet are in us. A lot of the chemicals are in us. So we are an extension of the planet. And I think right now the planet is going through its own COVID recovery, if you will, moving forward. And so the 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 the, the climate changes and the economic change and the racial, all of that is a way in my mind of the planet saying. We have to right side. People are feeling it at a base level of numbers, but we are we, we're so disconnected now. We've become so fearful now that we now have to begin to plant the seeds of togetherness and oneness and cooperation and interconnectivity, which is what the earth does. Everything on this planet is connected some kind of way from to the rocks. And that's what we have to do in all aspects of our lives, just like nature, the planet, is teaching us and has always taught us. <clears throat> like And like Laura was saying at the beginning, that's acceptance. Yes. Yes. And, and, and that's what we need. We need to accept ourselves. We need to accept the condition that we find ourselves in at the moment because we know there will change. And then we need to accept the fact that have all the intelligence, all the tools, all the insights that we need to move beyond this point to a better point. Yeah. And that's not, you know, from a <clears throat> from a human perspective, that's not easy when all of this is going on because you know, research and, and studies have been done to to show that. You know, with with four things in place, the human spirit can be completely demolished. And that's like from a psychological point of view, that's isolation when people are feeling isolated. That's another breaking down of of human spirit and will. And, you know, and that feeling of and depression sets in and um, and fear, fear of something, you know, like you were saying, Rev Robert. A, a, a natural disaster, fear, if that's instilled in the mind, um, and economic, you know, if there's an economic threat, that's another one of those things. I think there are four altogether. So we're kind of all living in that, in that mass fog of, of these, yes. these beliefs that can overpower. And if we're not strong enough within to, to know that, you know there is the other way or the way where we where we have this incredible connection that we are that connection with the divine then it's very <clears throat> easy to get lost in the in the in the mesh of all of it mm. and what i just heard in all of that folks now more than ever it comes back to your spiritual practice you you have to have a foundation of a strong spiritual practice. We are under, I, I agree with you, Laura, we are under an immense number of stressors. And I had never put it in the concept of that. It, 
that that is an aggressive, not act overtly, but that is an aggression towards our spiritual life. What we're life right now or the reality of our life. So again, healing is not trying to change all that stuff. It's coming into alignment with this is what is. And I got to double down or triple down or work harder on my spiritual practice to give me a foundation of truth where I can, where we can weather this together. Yeah. Yeah. You made me absolutely. think it's when I had to go. I, I had to go look it up, Laura. You're talking about we got, you know, you're talking about juggling, right? And you know, that there, you know, anybody can throw a ball up and juggle one ball at a time for a very long time, and you can get somebody to do two balls, and you can get three. Now you get past three, we start going down. So that I was like, well, what is the record for things that? For juggling, how many objects? And there's a guy out of the UK in, in 2012 that was, was able to juggle 11 balls for a couple of minutes. I think it was 12, 10 minutes or something. But that is so rare. It's the world's record. And when you put that on us as humans, when we're juggling all these things, something is bound to drop or you're not going to be able to juggle them for so long. And so, yeah. so, so, so there's, again... If I can get someone to help me juggle this, or I can reduce the things that need to be juggled, that makes a life better for everybody. And so we don't all run around in a stressful mode or riding with our emergency brakes on because we just don't know when we're going to need to stop. So we want to have the brake on and we know eventually that causes the brakes to go out. And that's what's going to happen if we can't begin to work in that fashion of, of unity. Oh damn! And you just yeah, and, and we can't ride the clutch either. <laughs> like you cannot ride the clutch. You've got to let that clutch out and put it in gear and go. And how I get it for for so many reasons. We've had to slow down over the last couple of years. We've had to take it, some of this isolation. But at a certain plate point, don't ride the brakes and don't ride the clutch, baby. Yeah. It, it takes courage to to step into, you know, not ignoring because we can't, there's no way of ignoring or denying. It's like, it's there. This is all going on. For me personally, it takes courage every day to, to wake up and say, right, I'm going to have this attitude of I'm carrying on and it's fine and it's good. And I know I'm safe. All is well. Those spiritual principles that I I have to say them over and over to myself, because I don't want to not. Re I I'm not a big news read. You know, I don't switch on the news. Uh, but but I want to see the newspapers. Yeah. I want to see. I want to read the headlines because I want to be in engaged in a way where I haven't got my head in the sand. Mm -hmm. So when I go to the shop once a day and get a an iced coffee or whatever, I will read the newspapers and I will take it in from a very objective perspective and I will send love. And then I know this is going on, but this is just one slice of, uh, of a media representation. Mm -hmm. But yet everybody's being fed it in the UK as well. The headlines are horrific. And this is what the masses are reading. And so for me, I have to I have to purposefully say these affirmations, these truths to myself daily, 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 daily. Otherwise, I'd very easily be one of those people that was watching the news, looking for some kind of golden solution out there. 
you know, uh, you you made me you made me think about my closing thought a lot earlier when you said <laughs> that because I think the thing that 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 everyone has to look at and consider and even implement is how we change the narrative because these headlines and these news stories are a way of imposing a narrative of what the situation is but you get a hundred people in that situation and everybody will have a slightly different if not drastically different narrative of what's going on and so i think as we begin to um equip ourselves with better information and better experientials and and better focus and intention we begin to look at and and articulate a more true narrative to change what we are already finding ourselves in that nobody likes or very few people like i'll put it that way i'm sure somebody's enjoying this narrative but it's not us <laughs> but it's not us exactly <laughs> hey folks you know speak speaking of what reverend lz is sharing here we've got a brand brand new relatively brand new show on the new thought media network it's called and now Yay! the good news happens every friday evening at five o'clock mountain time you can tune in right here and catch myself and uh some special guest hosts on occasion sharing good news stories from around the world that inspire us and we hope will inspire and uplift you as well join us this afternoon for now the good news we've about done run out of time here today folks so before we leave we do want to do a real quick thank you to everyone that makes all this possible. So please give us 45 seconds and we'll be right back to wrap this up. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta for your monthly contribution. Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. And so on behalf of everyone here at the New Thought Media Network, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing. If you have any feedback, if you have anything you'd like us to talk about, or perhaps a suggestion for a guest, you're welcome to do that. Send us an email, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. We'll be getting right back with you on anything you send there. So, all right, gang, final thoughts. Uh, dear, dear Laura, you're up first. Final thoughts for the day. Oh, you know what? I think the final thought for me is smile at your neighbors. Get to know your neighbors. That's it for me, because that's what I think it's just be, have that love, that compassion. Know that everyone's doing the best that, that we were all doing the best that we can do right now. Yeah. Z? 
Yeah, I would say uh, in, in line with that, let's go out and experience life. So when we begin to articulate these new narratives, we're doing it from uh, a, a statement of, as my father would also, from what I know and not from what I heard or what I read. It's from an experiential base and I can act and be more physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually engaged. <clears throat> yes. I believe we are changing the world. I believe we are demonstrating a vision of a world that works for all. And we're doing it by being love and being peace. Peace. Yeah. Until next time, dear ones, we love you. See you soon. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking. We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other sh our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.